Look, man, I'm just along for the ride on this one. You know, you preaching in the choir here. The First Class Idiot Podcast starts now. Welcome to the First Class Idiot Podcast or Smoke Secret Podcast, depending where you're listening from. This is going to go on both. This is going to go on two of them. Today is going to be a little different. This is Rafa, by the way. And so if you're from the from my solo podcast, if you're listening on Smokes and you know, you're used to just me dropping some solos, you know, dropping some some lonely episodes just by myself. But today it's a little different. Today I got a guest. I got an old friend of mine. Today I got DJ Beansy, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. the party man from 103.3, man. The new radio station. King right here. What's going on, man? I wouldn't say I'm the king, but you I should, man. Oh, you know what? I'll take it how I got it. So like I was telling you earlier was given an opportunity from another DJ because I I do my best to keep never overstep a DJ even if I don't like him even if it is Frankie J I don't care I'm not going to overstep you I used to listen to Frankie J when I was little there's uh, there's a musician actually called Frankie J Oh no no I don't think it's Frankie I think it's Frankie J he got that song with uh Sugar Sugar how'd you get so fine you know oh. that song That's yeah. Frankie J right And Obsession Obsession yeah mm-hmm. he got that song where he leaves his little girl behind too Oh, well. Really sad song, No, I, I, I remember that one as well. Yeah, yeah, great, great song. But, no, dude, so, so you're, yeah, you started, tell me a little bit about that, man, because you started off, how did you start DJing? How did that become a thought in your head? Like, when did you say, hey, I want to be a DJ? So, I was in a long-term relationship with uh, an old girl of mine, and during that time, we were having our issues or whatever, whatever, with me making enough money, I guess, because she was, to me high maintenance i don't know but i found a job at a gentleman's club as and to Can me you say which one i just want to know how yeah, well, the, it's, it was. it's not it's not there anymore but i was working at maryland's on monroe that, that's what it was called maryland's maryland's on monroe was over in downtown toledo sounds like a like an l but it's downtown toledo but it still sounds like a like a nice little classy strip with a lot of pimps it had its ups and downs <laughs> literally <laughs> and then i um was DJing there but it consisted more or less of pushing stop pushing play for three songs a piece three minutes a piece for these girls but I had to find a voice on the microphone can you do your voice real quick just get into character uh yeah as, as, as we go along just yeah. don't even tell me when just get into you just get into character uh, it, I honestly that's that's what based my voice now but then again I don't use that voice yeah but I find it funny I'll be on the mic like you know uh, that this station is now the ultimate power in the universe. That's right. Coming up now for you, three songs in a row. Check them out. It's Rafa. You know, dude, that's that's so, that's so cool, dude. That's like some some radio host type voice. I love it, man. I know, and they made my voice for the one zero three three, like my name tag in the beginning. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I could have did that because. He says it very I proper. <laughs> I guess I was really thrown off because I listened to your first. What would you call it, your first mixtape coming out? Not even a mixtape. You to your first. I recorded at home and I sent it to them, and they put the name tags themselves. They told me they asked me, "How do you want us to say your name?" And I told them, you know, yeah. And I have a way, you know, like when things start to get hyper or hype, whatever. In the beginning, I used to say DJ Beanze. Well, first everybody calls me Beans. Yeah, that's always been my name. Well, first it started as Beaner when I was younger. Then I got older, <laughs> and I said, you know what? No I'll more. Yeah, you took I, out the hard R. Yeah, right. And just, so now I'm getting older, so name's shorter. 
But when I became a DJ, like actually after the strip club or the gentleman's strip club, whatever. Right. Um, I didn't do anything for a while, but I met some people there and then I ran into another buddy. I know I'm jumping subjects, but it's still the same subject. I ran into the buddy after This is your origin story. Yeah. And then I ran into that same actually he used to he was like security for the parking lot. But he was a pretty boy and I used to, you know, used to call him Park a lot pimping. He'd be <laughs> yeah. out there always always falling in love with people and uh, you know, girls. I ran into him as after my breakup, after I went through with all that with old girl. And he was like, hey, Beans, what are you doing now, man? What's going on? We caught up. He, he's like, he says, I'm DJing now, man. I'm, uh, you know, like you was doing. I was like, well, I don't think that's the same, but okay. Right. He thought you were a DJ. Like, well, well, he didn't. He asked okay. me what I was doing. Like, yeah. you should do it because I remember when you did it, you were always, you were fun. What were you doing at this point when you guys ran into each other? Nothing to do with music? Probably sales and marketing. Yeah, you did do that for a while. You're a salesman. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking He was like, well, why don't you come in and check it out? Because, man, I just did this gig the other night. I made such and such amount of money. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll go check it out. So I had to go to a meeting every Wednesday with these guys. They had to, like, had to get accepted in. I mean, I might as well got jumped in. But right, <laughs> they, they I, you know, introduced myself. They said, okay, now I have to find a name for myself. So Beans, you can't be on the microphone and say, DJ Beans. It just doesn't carry. But if yeah. you add that Y, then you can say DJ Beans if it gets to that point. Depending on how wild it gets. Do you use... Does the length of the e like the beansy? Does it depend? Like if you're at a strip club, is it shorter than if you're at a wedding? Well, I don't use it at strip clubs because I'm not there anymore. I actually there there's a big separation when it comes to that because I don't want to take away from what the guys are doing over there. But to me, are they that, doing a lot of things? That's not a real DJ. A lot of shady. They're not real DJs. You, you just here you talk on the mic. They're mostly MCs. Yeah, that's it. I don't know what the difference between an MC and a DJ is. I believe that a DJ is somebody who can not only be an entertainer with the music, you can get anybody, you can hire anybody, say, Hey, I want I need a DJ. Yeah. Bring your laptop in and push stop and play. Yeah. I heard that they're called like Spotify DJs. Like More, you just jukebox, whatever DJs. Is that the case? Buy a jukebox, <laughs> you know, invest in a jukebox might be cheaper. <laughs> let, let, let's go, let's go back a little bit. So you came up with DJ Beansy. You added the Y. How long did it take you to come up with that name? I had a, that was immediate because you knew I, did, I couldn't take been your nickname since you were born. Well, yeah, but then I added the Y and then people Beansy, Beansy, yeah. Beansy. I like it. I'll, do you ever plan on changing it or is this, is this your trademark? I think that's my trademark. Cause now that I've become DJ Beansy now, just recently within the past six months, I've been DJing for about five years now. I added the bu 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 Beansy. Cause it's, I don't know what happened. I don't know where I was at, but. I stuttered a little bit. Yeah. And it sounded, they were like, that's awesome. So I just ran with it. And it's been a thing. It's been catchy. And I'll just, I'm going to run with it till it's not, I guess not. Because even people be like, oh, that's DJ Beansy. You remember on my cards that I always put on the back, Beansy. Yeah, I yeah. got the A spelled, to the you Y. You spelled it out. Yeah, you subtitled it. But let me ask you this. So you came up with that voice too, that radio voice. How long did it take you to come up with that? The the radio thing? Yeah, that that character or the radio character you, you you were doing at the strip club did it come naturally to you well i worked on a little bit like the the owner would come up and be like hey listen yeah. man i need you to be more just put a little bit more emphasis into it i don't know use just 
I don't think he knew how to explain it to me, but when yeah. I brought it out and I was like, yeah, it's right coming up now. And he was like, wow, you sound like a sexy old man. That's what we need. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Dude. And then I just got better and better and better. And it, I mean, I could make, I should probably be that one guy, you know, but you got to wonder, even though I heard this before, how do them guys that do the voices like that? Right. How are they in real life? Do you think they really be like, that's right. Right now we got Rafa coming in, you know. <laughs> hey, go ahead. If you come to the front door, we're going to go ahead and uh, get this I, uh, podcast started. You know, do they really talk like that? <laughs> I feel like I feel like it becomes a mix of their real voice and that voice. You know what I mean? I think that they perfected a voice off mic where uh, you hear a little bit of that. Then they do it in the bedroom too. Well, kind of, yeah, do you imagine that, dude? Like, oh yeah, there you go. You hit the spot. You know, that's great. Yeah, dude. I heard it on a, a stand up one a time, but too. yeah, <laughs> but it was it really makes me think. Like, I could do that. How do you do that? No, you have the voice, but I'm. I mean, who am I to? Maybe though, I. I don't know, dude. I I, I like that voice because I was talking to Juanito, one of the other hosts of the First Class Idiots podcast. Shout outs. He he can do characters like you. You guys have a similar persona where you guys have this energy that not only do you let out with voice, you let out with uh, the way you move and 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 uh, the vibes you carry. You know what I mean? It, it, and it's cool. But me, on the other hand, I think since I've always had an accent my whole life, it's like I can't. This is my voice, dude, and I can't do another voice because I'm very subconscious about it. I don't know. You could be that one. You know, like actors nowadays. You see them in movies yeah. and be like. I didn't know they had that accent. They speak American. You can you could fake an American accent. <laughs> That's what I've been trying to do my whole life, dude. It <laughs> <laughs> hasn't okay. worked out yet, man. All right. Uh, you know, for so long I didn't know I had an accent. I say for about two and uh two and two quarters of my life, I thought I had no accent. Like I really thought when I spoke English, it was perfect. Because, dude, all of these Republican cucks, man, walking up to me, just, just being like, you know, we love you Mexicans. You know, you, you guys are the backbone of, of America, right? You guys should come here legally, too, they would say, and help build a wall or something like that. Oh, well, thanks and, for that. And then they will always add on, oh, wow, you have, an, uh, you have an amazing American accent. I can't even hear your Mexican accent. And I would always be like, oh, really? Really think so. I, oh, wow. I they must no have accent. wanted something from you. <laughs> but I bought it up. I ate it up, dude. I ate it up, and uh, I really thought I had no accent. It's not a bad... Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. I've had, I've heard some bad accents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Working, obviously, at the restaurant. A, uh... Huh? Strawberry? Uh, huh? Three? Yeah. No, three. Three? <laughs> three. What accent do you... Th or what should I work on, man, to, like, get a radio voice like you? Just... You... You just it, honestly, it just, it just comes. Na it, you'll find it. You'll be like, and really, I didn't find, I didn't do it. And I'm like, oh, that's it right there. Feedback from other people, from real people. Yes, it's hard to get feedback on a podcast, though. You know what I mean? I feel like I gotta go go up on stage and do like open mic or do. Let me go on stage one time and just do it. Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. Don't, dude. I don't. I won't jeopardize you. Like, be like, dude, bro. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, DJ. This is uh, I need a DJ name. You need a DJ name, Rafa, Rafa. I no, I have I have to think about that one. No, I just I just find what you do interesting. You just find it, DJ man. Bilingual. <laughs> DJ by <laughs> Bilingua. I don't know, man. Listen, no, it's interesting. And then and then you you've been a DJ for how many years? Uh, I believe about five. I lost track after the third year. But I so I when I started with you, I was I think I was only about a couple years in. For the listeners, what he means by that is I used to manage a, 
a restaurant and Beansy was out in the streets. I remember I was driving by, I think it was Broadway and I was just strolling downtown. And I remember I looked over, there was this guy just like he had his DJ set out in the middle of the street playing. You were, you were playing for homeless people. I I will if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, man, I love this. And I, I ended up hiring him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know if I should run with it or what, but <laughs> no, I actually walked in with the attitude that I'm just going to try this out because as yeah. I have already been into personal uh, customer relations, when it comes to just trying to sell something or yeah. my biggest thing was, Hey, listen, if you don't believe I can do it, then don't pay me. Just give me a chance. I'll come in. I remember telling you, cause Donnie was right there. I said, right. if you just give me a chance, if you don't like it, guess what? You don't have to pay me. Forget it. But I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And I've gotten better since then. And then Donnie vouched for you, so I was like, all right. Well, Donnie knows I'll give it my all. So I've I've known him for a long time. You ended up taking over after I left, so you were doing some good stuff. Well, I try to give what I can. What I My answer when I say, hey, how are you doing today? And they'd be like, good, how are you? As best as I can be. That's the best answer I can give, simple, quick. Best as I can be, you know, at that moment. Maybe I may get better. Who knows? You don't know. I mean, you, you've gone through all this, right? If it's a strip club, you went on to do, what, bars, restaurants afterwards? With I me. started working under somebody uh, for, I don't even care to say his stuff now, but it was booked that DJ, and uh, me and the owner just didn't see eye to eye. I believe I was progressing faster than he could handle. In my eyes, arrogance can really pull strain you think you were being arrogant no he was being he was being i don't know he didn't like how fast i was moving up because within a month i bought my own bought my own controller mixer okay and i got my own laptop that was a start he provided the speakers and everything else and then i just kind of got started from there they trained me on how to mix and that was the biggest thing so me and a couple of djs would get together every other day um and just practice 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 and then when they left i would youtube how to use my controller and i would sit there i spent a whole summer learning how to use my mixer all the buttons all the features and then i just went from there now at that point i had to find when and how to put the music together because you can't okay you can mix music right great can you is it gonna be is it going to sound good? Is it going to mix well when it's transitioning? Is it going to make sense? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't. This guy's in the middle of a chorus. I can't jump into the next song with a verse and mix their words. You got to know timing is everything. Timing is really, to me, timing is everything. That's what works for me. So being able to drop that in and sense. out, even make it fun in the middle, throw sound effects, whatever, whatever. And now I'm seeing more stuff. Like I'm starting to expand and see that there's music programs where you can break music down and just kind of break it down and put sound effect you there's so That's much so cool. to it yeah. there's a lot to it like i just i'm starting to just stream and look at what other people are doing djs yeah. are doing the way they're mixing music my next step now is to learn how to scratch well, well let me ask this before we get into the scratching part because i find that really cool especially i was watching these videos of like in the 80s and 90s how they would you know, yeah. they're playing on one record and then they'll quickly go and change another one yep. and then flip the the needle and go back and forth. Well, but have you like developed your own style? Like that, a lot of DJs have their own thing that they play for. I, I listen to some DJs sometimes in Toledo and a lot of them, no disrespect, but I, you know, if you listen to different comics too, so you, sometimes you're like, 
you all hitting the same topics. You know, if you're a DJ, you're all hitting the same the same songs. But some DJs stand out. They have their own style. They have, if you hear a DJ, you know who's playing. You know what I mean? I I haven't quite found that yet. For Your myself, voice, and, yeah. But what makes me a better DJ than most is I'll give you an example. Like A Dub, he can do some stuff on the mixer, but he keeps it simple. Shout stupid, out to A Dub. But because he can talk and entertain. Yeah, dude, he has the voice for it, man. The that's what I, that's really, honestly, in my opinion, what makes him. And good for him. Yeah. And that's where I'm kind of, I can, I tend to MC a little bit more sometimes yeah. on top of my DJing and people, ha, 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 or they're, they're yeah. like, they're catches. It's things that I say that'll bring them out till I find my place in the music kind of spin. So do you kind of have already your go-tos when you're on there? Like if you're going to be the MC, you already have your taglines. You have your like a joke if you're gonna add in, or or let's just come naturally depending on the it's moment. It's becoming a natural thing where you just start to wing it, and you, you just, just know what to say. You just yeah, you know what to say. And now, how long have you been doing it total, up to right now? Since the summer of '69. No, it was <laughs> um, what well, was about five, almost exactly five years ago. Now that I because uh, I started as soon as the weather broke around this time. Yeah. That's when I started getting into meeting them. And I got my motorcycle. It didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, got into a wild motorcycle incident. But you came, you came back a better man, man. Your your arm out didn't, but you did. Mm. I'm walking, barely. Oh no, you're getting there. You're walking a lot better. I'm running. You're running. You jogging, dude? You're past jogging? I'm on the treadmill. I'm sprinting. Even wearing ripped shorts, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't worked out. I signed up I at Crunch there for a while and. <laughs> They crunch your wallet, dude. That's what I, they do. No, I listen. I forced myself. I went in and I signed a contract for a year. Right. So they've been taken out for a year. I probably only did a couple months. I was trying to eat good. It just, it just, I don't know. It, Motivation comes and goes, man. It don't. It was a responsibility. I had. I didn't really. Oh, I got to get to the gym this morning. Yeah. I got to get to the gym this morning. I don't have time to go today. And then it just. It's hard. It's hard. I um. I, I have my aunts enough with, with the gym, right? I, I Sometimes I love it, and I'll, I'll hit it hardcore, and then I'll take a couple months off. Right now it's becoming more than a couple months off, but it's just— He was the man of fitness when I was around. You walk around, I was like, what, what's wrong? Did he just— Let me tell you a little something about me back then, man. I was very egotistical, man. I was very uh, I was very full of myself, dude. I was also aware of myself, but I through, through, through time, right, Str- struggles— things that happen i started to to figure out that it's back then I, I should say i took myself more serious than what i was doing now i don't take myself serious but i take what i'm doing serious so for the podcast example i take the podcast serious and what i can learn from it right but me myself i don't t- i don't all right at least i try to not take myself serious anymore it's just what it is man it's called being humble yeah dude i, need, I needed a little something of that you know i don't like in in this since my accident yeah it has created a lot more bonds with people i've been more um realistic to people and how they are i'm almost why is this guy the way he is why is he yelling at me right now wait a minute is he right is he wrong people yell at you i actually stop and listen is what i'm saying yeah i actually listen to what they're saying used to be no they're wrong leave them forget about it yeah, and no, I mean it's it's also growth, man. It's also growth. You can't be the same person you are your whole life. I don't think so. You know, you, I mean I've done a lot of shrooms too since then. You know, if I found, uh, dude, I I'm I waiting for my God. time. <laughs> <laughs> we no, we should do something together, man. I've learned a lot about myself, but I don't want to I, I don't want to get off topic because I find 
this whole life story you're telling me about becoming a DJ and following your dreams really interesting. You well, said oh, go well, ahead. also being in the, the opportunity that you gave me when you were manager to me that meant a lot that you allowed me to be part of even just a leader. You helped me build to be more, well, show more what I haven't showed to lead people and people are looking up to me and I need to show them the right way. And even on top of having my daughter, well, right. that, uh, that was a big, that changes things, huh? Oh my goodness. I have a 15 year, you know, I have, my son's 15. Yeah. But having a daughter, a do- different game, man. And huh? I, I'm not saying babies, they come out like you, you have a beautiful daughter. She was always cute, always little, little, little nugget, right? <laughs> some it. some people just, you know, you know, the kids aren't really, you know, but they're still beautiful. But mine is legit. You look at her, she's a very cute, your daughter is beautiful, beautiful baby. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I mean, I still would have loved her regardless. I had my doubts when I, when my daughter was being born. I remember looking at her, and I had a, I was like, fuck, dude, I was very <laughs> nervous about her like coming out, not you know looking ugly. You know what I mean? I was. That's in the back of my head. I know I'll still love her, but, I, you know, she came out, and I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> right. You know, you still, you know, all babies are ugly when they're first born. You got you to give them a couple months. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I gave yeah. her a chance. And You know, and her, my kid's mom kept doing <laughs> I don't know what it was with her hair in the front, but it reminded me of. Jimmy uh, Neutron? Almost that, too, but <laughs> a, guy, a guy, girl thing. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not an offensive person. No, dude, my podcast is all inclusive, all fucking, it's very diverse. We got a lot of trans, we got a lot of day thems, we got a lot of he's and she's and whatnots, dude. We got them all. Well, she's good now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's crazy. She acts like her mom. <laughs> Does she? Uh, I'm starting to get that vibe. Yeah. But but it's fine. She knows when I say, uh-uh, no. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> do you ever talk to her in that voice? <laughs> yeah, I do. She she just stares at me, huh? That's cool. Yeah, but she actually, I bought her a little baby mixer for her first birthday. Did you? Yeah, that's little, cool, man. Yeah, it's got the little animal sounds on the piano with the, <laughs> and you can push the middle. Yeah, does the sound effects. She plays it. That is cool, man. Something something I was I was gonna say. You've been doing it for five years, right? And this reminded me of it. They say it takes usually about 10 years to get to master anything. So you're halfway there, man. You're halfway to your 10-year mark. Like when I did jujitsu, they say uh, for a lot of the black belts, they the really good ones, maybe eight, nine years. If you're at a scam school, you'll get it within your next bill is due. But with jujitsu to to achieve your black belt, roughly 10 years. You know, I love comedy. I'm not a stand-up comic. I don't do comic, but I, I, I'm i a nerd about comedy, right? I, I love how jokes are broken down. I love what makes a joke a joke, the punchline, the tagline, the setup, right? I, I like it, right? And a lot of these comics, what, I, what a lot of them talk about, a lot of them, it takes them 10 years to be a full master in their art, right? And it seems like with DJs or whatever you do, it's the same thing. So it's really cool to see you halfway there and you're already at a radio station. So who knows in the next five years, where you'll be, man. You you think you'll pursue it for five more years? Uh, well, cons- I just take it one day at a time for me. Right. Um, I try not to look too far ahead because sometimes, even like now, like I told you, it's a little bit of a slow season for me. I'm not one of the DJs that I'm not the first DJ they call, but at the same time, I'm not. A, I'm a good. I I believe I I got what I have what it takes, so I don't doubt myself. Like, if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, Beans, can you do my wedding for me? Absolutely. This is how we're going to do it. Now I take my leadership skills that I learned and yeah. I take control of the situation, which is for the benefit of them. 
and I say this is how we're going to do it. Break it down into a structured pro. It's almost it's it's a it's a timeline. This is how we do it. Do it this 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 that one two three four. You drop. have a structure now. Yeah, and I have to lead them into how it works for me. But in the end, always turns out great. All right. So now that you're at it, which radio station are you at, by the way? One hundred three point three. It's a party. I'm sorry. Excuse me. It's party one hundred three three. Toledo-based radio station. Right now, they're a little bit smaller. Or if you get into Bowling Green, it gets staticky. I I call. Yeah. I text Brooke. She's like, I can't hear it. She's from Who, Napoleon. Who's Brooke? Brooke, the ex oh, that okay. I was dealing with. The yeah, high maintenance. Yeah. Hey, you're a ladies' man, dude. I never know, man. Oh, well, not, not... I, I just keep the same three rotating, and I figure one of them's got to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. That sounds bad, but hey, you know, uh, it's just what it is, man. I know Sometimes what I know. It's life. I don't like the. I used to, listen, I had my time with the ladies, and I still randomly do, but in all reality, it would be nice to not settle, yeah, but settle down, as in say, I would like to meet a a, a good lady, a family-oriented, one that would well, not make me work for her, but help me grow as well as I help her grow. Right. But, man, you're so busy, man, because you got to go out and search for that. You seem like a very busy guy. I know, and like a, lot gotta... of, a lot of women take it personal when I'm so focused on what I'm doing Yeah, that I don't have time. It's not that I don't have time. It's just sometimes, you know, with, you know, with women, you have to balance out uh, being able to show them their time, what they want, but they should also show you what you want, too. And I yeah, haven't I found that like balance. men are very easy to please if you ask me man oh uh, well it's not very hard you, they know what to do <laughs> yeah they, they just takes a few pumps you know you know what i mean and and uh they can't even get there right that's why i say sometimes <laughs> gay people just have it right dude it's but, just, you ever been to a gay club i haven't but from what i hear you're just having a great time dude i honestly try to get a gig there because i knew i would get a lot of love i get <laughs> hit on by gay people man this must be my brown skin oh uh, it's okay but don't push your luck because I like what Could I, they ever get lucky like, if they push it enough? Uh, you never thought, like, maybe back in middle school, you were like, damn, it's, you were having thoughts. I mean, you were browsing Google. In and middle you're school, like, I was looking at boobies and... <laughs> dude, honestly, one time, dude, I remember when I thought that I was gay, man. Well, I didn't think that I was gay, but I was thinking, it's like, I don't know if I am or I'm not. You know what I mean? So it's like, let me figure it out. So, you know, I just got I got on Safari really quick. Dude, I'm, I'm lying right now. I never Okay, got because you threw that. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted me to agree or? <laughs> no, I'm lying about using Safari. I didn't have an iPhone. I had an oh, Android. shit. So I used Google. Well, That's well, what I was lying well, about. <laughs> I'm confused now. And I got on there, dude. I, I got on a couple of websites, you know. Actually, I just took a quiz not that long ago. Like, it was uh, it was a quiz.com. It was a are you gay quiz. And it came back positive. But I wasn't mad. Well, hey, you know, it's just an opinion, right? Um, uh, well, it was the, it was the results that the quiz gave me. It said, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But there was nothing new. So going back to this other story, right? <laughs> and I was, I was just, I was just, uh, on, 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 uh, Chrome. That's what I was using back then. Clicked a couple links on the, on the websites, you know, click a couple videos and I came out not gay. So it was nice. It was like a relief taken off my shoulders. It was like, <sighs> Damn, that was that was that was scary, man. I remember clicking the first video and I was like, dude, if I like if I like this video, I'm gay. 
Yeah, he probably yeah. took too much. I think they have that timed out. Like, he took too long. <laughs> He's about 10% gay. Yeah, dude, I, it, just searching it up, they already put me in the in the spectrum. And I and I that, remember clicking and I remember feeling the the, the relief. I was like, because I had a girlfriend at the time. I was like, she's going to be very disappointed. <laughs> so I clicked that and I was like, oh, I'm not into this. I'm not gonna, I'm, so women, like, women are confusing as well as, well, any gay women are confusing. But lesbians. Les, I'm sorry, lesbians. Yeah, we do. We I try to use all the right terms. Yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding, dude. I think you call them, call them dykes. So uh, I don't know, dude. Carp- I know a couple of dykes. I I know a lot of them. Yeah, dude. And they call themselves that. So I know that's a term they they can use. And uh, have you ever been with one? I wish. I feel like they they would be into like the same things I would be into when she could munch my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, dude. I just know that. I was really into toxic girls into a while, dude, and I and I, I, and went, I didn't know that. I went through a time where I liked gay women because I just it was like almost like an accomplishment. Eh, maybe I was overthinking it, but oh, you thought you were the man, like oh, I can't. Oh, like you were a lesbian. Until... I didn't know how to approach it. Did Did you ever? I tried. <laughs> One got very. It got very awkward. It got very awkward. I bet that's like approaching a guy. And being like, hey, you want that? that like a, a straight guy? Oh, trying to convert? <laughs> and he's yeah, like, right. What are you doing? Be like, wait, Beansy. I didn't know. Yeah. What? Like, wait, yeah, what? Yeah. I'm right. just saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm hey. just saying. <laughs> you start doing your radio voice. <laughs> well, well, no, I don't even. You know, and I always bring this up to people. Why is it that you can identify one? What do you mean? How? Why can you identify a gay man? Why are they so? Uh, like, yeah, oh, he's definitely got sugar in the tank. Because lesbians, they're more low key about it, man. They're just lesbians. It's like they, it's just what it is. A lot of gay guys, dude, they'll let you know they're gay. You know what I mean? It's like they, they, their, their expressions, their, the way they move their hands, everything about them, the way the, the way the words come out. It's, it's like black women. <laughs> is is I, it not? <laughs> no, I, I see where you're going. I see, yeah, I see that. Like the flipping their hair back. I don't know, dude. Like, like, oh my god. Like, wait a minute. Oh my god. Not, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he's got sugar there. That's him. That's not like George Lopez when he does wh- the white accent. You're oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's going on? Dude, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'd like George. That's my guy. He's definitely somebody that listens to me like, "Oh my god, Brenda." <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, who who is who is your do you like you like stand-up comedy? Right? I do. Who, who's your your go to guy? That is a. I knew you were gonna ask me that. Yeah, I'm very expanded, um, but I do like George Lopez. Um, I like Kevin Hart. Okay, I like Cat Williams. I love Cat Williams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty. I don't know the term I would use when it comes to a stand up, but I like the ones that are yeah, even like Fluffy. He's he's a fun guy. You know, the imitations he makes. Yeah. Um, I like the Mexican ones, too, because... More relatable? Even though I can't speak Spanish, I did grow up in a Mexican family. And right. I, I did hang out with my grandpa, my aunts and uncles that are real Mexican, like, you know, you learn type people. Yeah. I remember that's why I love George Lopez, because a lot of his premises, I was like, dude, that's my family. Especially, like, his, his early uh, stand-ups, not the most recent ones. The recent ones kind of suck, but... The uh, the first ones I was there like, is a lot of relatable. things that they say that I have heard throughout my years of being a Latino 
with my family that I have yeah. seen and it has clicked. Like simple example. Hurry up, because we're not gonna wait for you. You know, like <laughs> simple things. Like, I remember hearing that as a kid. Or I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, I, oh, I heard that. Either. You want a reason to cry, <laughs> me? I'll give you a reason. You know. Yeah, and they trust me, dude. They gave me plenty. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, plenty, yeah. man. My dad, my dad was wild, man. My dad, dude, him and that. If I think he came pre-installed with that belt, man. When my dad was born, I, I'm. I remember one. He had a belt um, that had like metal interwoven with like one of those like mexican i know belts. you're not talking about it's got the metal just not the, the spikes not like the goth ones no like, they're just little uh no it's just like art like strings of metal but it's well, like art. my dad had one that was leather obviously yeah. but it had it had the metal uh just they were just little oval like i know what you mean yeah the, just stamped onto it like yeah, metal but it was they were each they were about maybe two inches apart and yeah go all the way through the belt I remember that belt. I remember the belt. And my you dad, the belt too. But yeah, but see, the thing was, my dad. I don't know how your dad did it, but oh, my, shout out, dad. I love my dad. Oh uh, no, I love my dad. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's a very uh, he's he's came a long way crying about my mom and dad's <laughs> relationship. Yeah, but my dad ain't no punk. You know, he he had a way of not yelling, but saying, "All right, go to the room right now." Yeah, you're gonna get a spank because you did wrong. And it come yeah. in. It, he did the simple opening. It hurts you more than I do, or it's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. And you're like, yeah, really. All right, turn around. <laughs> like he wouldn't yell. He wouldn't be like, hey. He wouldn't just pull it out and start whooping you like black people whoop their kids in the middle of the yeah. grocery store. You know, you okay? All right, yeah, that's fine. Mijo, come here. All right, that's what you did. You did something wrong. Yeah, you're gonna pay for it. That's the funny thing about Mexicans, man. It's like hitting your kids in Mexico. It's so embedded in the culture that it's just part of it, man. It's it's. I remember my teacher. This was third grade, yeah, because it came. It had to be third grade. She told us. She told the whole class. I'm not. I don't remember why this conversation started or how it started, but she said that when your parents hate you, they do it because they love you. And I remember listening to her, and I was like, "My dad loves me." Well, after he was done, he would say <laughs> that. He'd say, uh, "Yeah, no." I love you. Like he wouldn't be even angry when he does yeah. it. He would never do it out of anger. He would do it because that's what he 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 needed it's to what do. What he knew, but that's what he felt he needed to do for his son because he loves him. And I understand why yeah, he did. I understand. Yeah, dude. it took I, me years to understand, but I got it. <laughs> I understood right, dude. I did a lot of wild things growing up, man. I I deserved those those yeah. those uh those belt whoopings, man. I had him coming, and I knew I had him coming. So I, I was like, if I do this bad thing, the belt whooping is gonna be this bad. So like, I kind of like gauged what bad thing I could do. It's like, how much, how much do I feel like taking? You know what I mean? It made me sneakier. <laughs> definitely made me sneakier. What's this, uh, dude? It wouldn't. I was gonna ask you what's the, what's the sneakiest shit you've done, but you know, you don't gotta say it live unless you want to. Uh, um, Just something you remember what? as a kid doing that you're like, I got um, away with it. Well, as a kid. I wasn't a bad kid till about till I, till my balls dropped, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I was just very defiant, and I didn't I didn't listen to my parents. I I left the house a lot. At thirteen, I disappeared for two days on end. And where were you? Uh, running the streets with friends' parent or friends' parents, friends that would let us. We'd kick it in the basement, and the dad that they had would didn't give a shit, and we just oh, yeah, be that, downstairs. Back then, they had the cool drinking, you know. Yeah. Smoking and 
Eventually, I get in trouble, and then I got in, involved with the law. But that that was decisions that I made as a kid. Right. When I was younger, I was a car thief. Allegedly. No, I've been charged. I, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely got caught. But I learned yeah. my lesson, and now I, it almost makes me more tighter on what I do with my car. Well, let me let me ask you this: you've, you've been charged, you've been punished for it. It's just what it is, man. Right. What was that thrill like, man, when you got in that car and you were going to get away in it? Like, what were you feeling? I know you had to be like, I'm about to go over to my homie's house. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pick up these girls. We're going to go out. I thought I was cool, you know, and, and oh. and then I, What did your friends say? They were like, damn, you just, did the girls think you bought it? They're like, damn, this dude. I got into a kind of an inside joke. Whose car is this? And I'd always change <laughs> the like family. Like your mom's. Right. I lost. I ran out of family members. But then again, I am Mexican, so. Yeah. I got you started to find the new ones. Oh, we have plenty. We're somewhat related. Like me and Juanito, I mean, like it's Rafa, my my primo. <laughs> yeah, dude, literally, like Juanito, you're a Duran. So me and Juanito were related through his grandma, because his grandma is, I believe. Oh man, I forget. It's just so that, dude. I'm telling you, everybody has a family tree. I have a family jungle, man. You know what I mean? Not only are we on the branches, we're in the roots too. My family's everywhere. We interconnect with all of Earth. So I'm related to you through Juanito somehow, but I don't know how you're related to Juanito, or maybe you're a completely different side of du- the Duran side. That no, my mom. But your mom, my, knows. My, my mom said that yeah, we uh, definitely have that bloodline in there. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, dude. It's yeah. like I moved to America, and I just start finding family everywhere. Like it's just crazy. It's a completely different country, especially a Duran and the way that we met, and just. Yeah, it's just like, oh, dang, my boss is my cousin. Shit, now I got to show him respect. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I always found that weird. Like, if Donnie called me his boss or anything like that, people that are respected. I mean, I, I guess, I, you know, like, maybe people that are older than me. Like, I respect you. I respect Donnie. So if you ever introduce me like that, I'm like, no, no, dude. No, I mean. It, I don't I, like it. I'm glad you're not my boss anymore because now we can hang out. And I know it took me a long time to get over here. This is the first time we hung out since I left, and it's been maybe three years now. I think or about we're approaching three. Ah, there was another time. You was you had a couple drinks, so. <laughs> oh no! But like hung out, oh, not work because we hung over. I actually we hung came out over your your place. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just get wrapped up in what I'm doing, and and I don't really I don't get out much. Now, of course, the ladies that I'm talking to at the time, they'd be like, "Oh, all you do is go out and party. You DJ. Like, listen, when I DJ, I DJ. Right. I don't really get. I don't get much time to mingle." I do, but I don't. Yeah. But then even after I get done, depending on whether I'm, I don't have the energy to be chasing a woman as I'm DJing and holding her down, hey, wait for me, wait for me. Right. And then she's and- walking out saying, hurry up, because we're not going <laughs> to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't have time to wait for them, you know? I, yeah. I don't. Uh, so it's like, all right, they left, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I got paid. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. And I got to. You know, I had a couple of drinks, so I need to get home. Now that's where I'm at. You just want to go home, well, because I don't want I don't want to be driving get in around. trouble. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah, because I've had that time, I've had my time, and I grew up yesterday. Not yesterday, but you know, like back then. <laughs> yeah, it feels like yeah, it feels like you just matured last week. You know, well, because even as a DJ, you need to understand that you will be put in a lot of places where, um, I can say that DJing has caused me to have a little bit more drinks than usual, but which the lifestyle too that goes with it, right? That exactly. You have to understand if you, I mean, I guess if you're an alcoholic, alcoholic, then it's probably not the best choice, especially if you're starting off. Because I'm starting off in bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Do I want to do bars for the rest of my life? No. What's your goal? To actually do weddings. To be, I'm enjoying this radio stuff. 
to be honest. I know that, that that's dude. When you told me I was so happy for you, man, I was like, man, he in my in my eyes, I was like, he made it. He's in the radio now. From now from on, new opportunities are gonna open up for him. And just see, like I said, seeing you follow. I don't know. For me, it's, I, I say following your dreams. You know, following your passion. And now you're in the radio. And who knows how many other doors this is gonna open. My right? foot is in the door. Like when I came in and I started DJing for you, my foot was on the, one of the biggest patios in Toledo. And now my name is going to come out, and I'm going to establish. Now I'm keeping my mixes simple right now. I'm not doing the extra ee ee you I know. noticed that because I yeah it was I just mix them and it was a little like and I do that on purpose because right. I'm just got my foot in the door. If he does not feel that that's enough, well then so be it. I won't take it personal. But right now I'm mixing my music. It sounds good. I'm playing radio edited stuff. I'm playing popular stuff that we've all heard when we were kids. I'm keeping it simple, stupid. Now that I have my place, now I start to test the waters. Oh, even if he did mess up. He's okay. We heard that last mix. I don't know. You know? Is it a different mix every time? Because I didn't listen to the one today. Well, every day they've been doing the same ones. Like yesterday they did the same two, one at noon, one at five. Now today they did my next one, which is different. Yeah. The same one at noon, same one at five. So every day. Every day is the same mix twice. But you're on every day is what I mean. Monday through Friday. Monday through or? Friday. Nice, man. Will, will you ever get on there and could you do it live? like DJ life somehow and then like actually get your persona out there. Cause I think that would be cool. That's what I thought you were doing. And I, I would have loved to like listen to that, to your voice on the radio. That's a lot of pressure, but yeah, I could do it. Actually. Is it a lot of pressure? But the only thing is the only reason I feel the only reason I feel it's pressure is because it's my choice of music. I'm still learning how to walk into a place that I've never been and say, uh, this is a blue collar. Oh, this is hip hop. But wait, I got a blue car and a hip hop and I got gay people over here. You know, like there's right. different crowds for everything that I do. And what I do is I figure if I just throw everything in there, a little bit of everything, I'll never miss. But that's depending on if I went to a straight hip hop club, it's hip hop. If I went to a straight blue collar, it's straight blue collar. But when I go to a mixed crowd, I throw everything out and I, I know that I don't miss because I get compliments. Now, Certain people tend to be a little bit more needy. They want to come up and, right. oh, you need to play why you play this. Be like, listen. And I tell them, I can't please everybody, but hey, if there's something you like to hear, I would, uh, I'll do my best to get it out for you. Because that's what I say now when I get on the microphone. Welcome to such and such. Like, what's up? Yeah. Welcome here to El Camino on Douglas, Sylvania. My name is DJ Beansy. If there's something you like to hear, please come give me a shout. I will do my best to get it out for you. That is not me saying I'm taking requests and I'm going to play what you asked me to play. That is me saying I would do my best to get it out. So I'm not making you a promise. Right. Because I can't play certain places. I can't. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not. Is there a place where if they contact you to go there to go and play something that you'll tell them no? Oh, I've had to. I mean, not. It's, it's I, you don't got to call them out or anything. But it's like spe specific establishments. Like a, if a strip club hit you up, would you be like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, and then I'll hit up Rafa, and he can uh, co-host with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be like, hey, let's work on that sexy man voice. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I feel like that's the best spot to work in your sexy man voice. Like, if you would have told me you started off at a bar and they called it your sexy man voice, I'd be like, listen. But you started off at a strip club, so calling it your sexy man voice makes sense. Well, you know, recently with my with Miranda, I've been doing. Um, we went on a karaoke binge the other night. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. I was told that <laughs> I sing country music pretty well, even when I fake it. 
Really, you got you got you got that accent, that southern yeah, accent that comes out. Of you me. know, everything is all right. Like when yeah. I'm in it and you hear it, you're like, "Hey, that sounds good." But yeah. my go-to is my "Lean on Me" by Bill Withers. I always do that. Can you sing it? You get a little taste for it. Just we're at a mic, right? I and DJ Beansy. Lean on beans when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you. Carry on. It's just a simple, I like you don't that, have dude. to over harmonize it and be like, I don't want to call my dad, honestly. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't talk to him much. I don't know. When I walked in, it smelled fun in here. <laughs> oh, do you want some? <laughs> no, unfortunately, uh, not till I'm done with my custody. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm say, no, and I, you know what? Yeah. And I, I will put it away for what I need to just because, not that. I don't know. I don't know Talking why about, they. I don't even know why they judge upon it. To what? be honest, the smoking. Oh, I don't give up about smoking or anybody that does it. Well, no, I don't. It still has I a stereotype to it. Definitely. Well, well in, the, in the court size, yeah, they frown upon it here in Ohio because it's not the legal state yet. Oh yeah, I do. I don't smoke in Ohio at all. Oh no, absolutely not. No, 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 not at all. No, usually I walk over the border to Michigan. I hit it a couple of times, and I come back to Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, I come back high. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Look, I got, a, I got, a, I got one of them cards. <laughs> I got a, a, a. I have a card too. I have. Uh, I suffer from uh, anxiety, and I suffer from it big time till I got my. I card. suffer from nerve damage upon my two skin grafts from my motorcycle accident. <laughs> Is that how you got? Is that what I got to do to get my card? I don't know. Uh, Did you actually get a card from that? Uh, no comment. No, I'm not, uh, dude. Anything can be edited out. All of that. That. No, I don't really. Care. I mean, I don't care because even. <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, if, if I'm not saying the the magistrate no, would ever hear this, but it don't matter. I take care of my daughter. To, to I give her my all, and I do not. I don't walk around. Because I, you know, I like my drinks. No, I don't walk around drunk. <laughs> You need something? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, I, I know. I know. Let me tell you something, dude. As a father, I think, like, if I was to rate you, like, out of 10, dude, I'd give you, like, a 9.5. I think you're a good dad. I appreciate that. I think you're a good dad, man. And I, I think you do so much for them. Like, you try hard. You care about. I mean, you, we've spoken more about your daughter than your son. The way you express yourself about your daughter, I'm like, okay, this, this guy. Because I've listened to people that don't care about their kids. The way they talk, I was like, this guy loves his daughter. And I love seeing that. Man. I was talking. I love my daughter. I, was, I, I know you do, and that's good. I seen. I was like, oh, he's got to grow. I got to grow. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's different. It's heartbreaking. I, I know it. And I, I was talking so to my lawyer earlier, and I was telling her, like, I like to do what I like to do as an adult. Right. But there's a time and a place when my kids need me at that point. I will handle that. As soon as I'm done, I'm I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> no, but I take care of her. I make sure she gets what she needs. She's happy that I, you know, I'm not. I I, I keep her mentally stable. Right. No is no. We have a structure. This is your time. This is nap time. This is, you know, it's lunch time. Like I just keep her on something that she'll understand, so that there's not, you know, like I ask her mom, "Do you keep her on a schedule?" Well, when she wants to sleep, she'll sleep. Give her whatever she wants. Right. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Start a schedule. Right. No, I, I know what you mean, man. But has she ever done anything, your daughter, that just blew your mind? Because she's one and a half, right? Almost two. Uh, no. Or she turned two. She just she's fourteen months. Really? I thought a she was two really close. She just to turned two. a year back in December. Oh, that was her one year. It was the end of the. Right. It was December twenty eighth. 
So right now, have you seen her do anything that just you're like, this is amazing, or you saw something that just kind of just captivated you? You're like, oh wow, that's uh, that's neat. Well, first off, it was walking. Right. She did the chimpanzee walk, and if you don't know <laughs> what a chimpanzee <laughs> walk is, you hold your hands uh, level with your shoulders, up high, fists up in the air, and you rock left to right, and you walk bolt legged, <laughs> like a penguin, or, or like a penguin, <laughs> but you have your arms up, yeah, you have your hands up. Rocking back and forth, left to right, waddling while you're walking. That, that was cute. her. But now she's got it, and she's climbing everything, little cliffhanger. Is she talking? Uh, She's talking basic stuff, da-da's yeah. and ba-ba's. And That's cute, that. yeah. But when she gets overexpressed, it's just... Yeah, it all comes out. You know, she's like, cussing you out. I'm like, okay, no, I totally understand. The thank you is coming out good. I, I like that in her. Nice and polite. Lady like. Uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a lady and having manners at the same time, you know? She, oh cool! Like it, she didn't say it like that. She says it more, baby. But it's <laughs> ahu. It's yeah. like a, but it's like a rhythm to it. You're like, oh, you're welcome. That's cute, man. Yeah, kids. I know mine for a fact changed my life. When she was born, I felt it a little bit, right? But after she started to talk and express herself and create her own personality, I was like. I don't know, man. A lot of the way that I think, a lot of who I am just just, just changed, man. It's like I'm a new person. It's really cool. And I think it wouldn't have been this dramatic of a change if I had a son. But having a daughter just made me just think differently a little bit, you know? It it makes you think about a little bit more women perspective. It's sad to say, but sometimes it, it – and I knew – that this would open my eyes more to a little bit more women perspective because right. I, I do respect women. I don't, I mean, I have my guy, my dog in me that I want hurt, you know? <laughs> right, right. You know? and Right. But I'm trying my best as a man to lead by example with my daughter. So how I treat women in front of my daughter is what is going to determine what she's going to be with. I mean, this is my belief what she's going to take on when she gets older. She'll be like, that's that's what, that's the type of, that's what I know. Well, they say that daughters end up dating their fathers and sons end up dating their mothers. You know, it's a figure of speech where you kind of go after what you're familiar with, right? So that's why a lot of girls, if they grew up in a broken home, end up following that. A lot of guys, if they grew up in a broken home, they kind of just mimic that. If they're, if they're not aware of it, they'll follow the same mistakes or it's, it gets very repetitive. You know, it's passed down, right? If you're, if you're a, a man and you grew up without a dad, chances are, statistically, that when you grow up, not even without you wanting that to happen, it's just, it's just what end, ends up happening. You'll probably have a kid and you'll end up leaving, right? Sometimes yeah. it's just what it is. Well, I... I believe I believe you on that because I believe that too. I've heard that and yeah. I believe it. I mean, only from personal life experiences. Yeah. I believe that. So yeah, I think it's very important to set that, an example. Especially if you're a father to your daughter. Yeah. They 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 soak up everything that we do as men. Like she my, like she legitly knows I am her father. I have fought for her since day one. Yeah. It took because mom didn't let me see her till five days after she was born. They kicked me out of the hospital. I fought for my daughter. And right. I don't care what anybody. I mean, but no, everybody I sees it. I don't have nothing to prove to no, nobody. You've always done that. I, fought for your daughter. I did. Been in yeah. court and I got lucky. And even Donnie tells me this because Donnie fought for his son. Yeah, but he was like, "You have it made to the point where I've never seen anybody get so far ahead with because I get her half of the time 
court ordered because of that shit she pulled. Right. But th- so things are, seem to be have gotten a lot of better, maybe even between you, the two of you. It seems like who me and mom. Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> but you and your daughter. You oh, me and my daughter's friends. Oh yeah, when she's there, she. Yeah. Knows, that's what I'm saying. Like being having her half the time that I have has helped us build even more of a deeper relationship together because now I get my overnights that mom never wanted to give me, and now I'm building a relationship with her. We have a schedule. She, she trusts me. If she's in danger, like, the thing is, and I like this, if she sees another, she doesn't like men with beards, but then again, she doesn't like random guys. You got a beard. If, when she, like, if, if I'm with her and we'll say Miranda's dad walked in, yeah. he's got a little white beard and he's bald, <laughs> she'll run to me. She doesn't like other guys. She doesn't. She takes the women very well, but guys, she doesn't take too Just very you. easily. Which is, I'm like, hey, you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, you sound a lot like George Lopez for some reason. At moments, like it just comes like when you do like your your mature dad voice or something like that. It's just like George. It's like George. Lopez. Oh, I have another whole tone when I talk. <laughs> yeah, dude. You got a lot of these characters. You ever thought about doing stand up? Uh, it's past my mind, but I don't have jokes. <laughs> never like written. You never do you have like your joke that you ever just use, like something that you have that just always just gets a giggle. Out of I people? think you really have to sit and think about that because when you hear a lot of these new standups coming out, it's like yeah. I could have thought of that if I would have sat down and actually been doing it. It's, it's like a flow. It's like even when you DJ, you get in this flow and you go and it just one after another. It's like household problems. Uh, politics right you gotta have your own voice in it you gotta have your own flow well yeah and so uh, i think what a lot in my opinion what a lot of um stand-ups do is that you the good ones to me that i like their personality is in they imitate it they take you to what they're talking about right like you know and they daddy like they'd make all the imitations you know or whatever do you so you mostly just listen to already established comedians? Do you ever listen to like open mics or like get on YouTube and watch? I've been very inter- upcoming. I've been very interested in it, but I haven't done it because some of them bore me. I think I've heard a couple that I don't want to put no names on it, <laughs> but not you, not you. I promise. Oh no, no, you're, I don't oh, wait, do stand up. Oh okay, right. <laughs> yeah. but no, I'm just. I just love it. You have to have even as a DJ for me, yeah. and I go see another DJ. If I see DJ just back there just mixing music and just standing there, I need your energy in order for me to, like, say to my girl I'm with, that's a good DJ. Even if he sucks and he's over there just rocking, you see him rocking behind the booth and he's got a great voice. He's like, welcome here to da-da-da-da-da. He's trying. You know what? Good for him. But if you're just back there mixing shitty music and you're not, I'm just, I'm not feeling you. All right. Uh, sorry, man. I almost want to go back there and do it for him, even though I'm not like <laughs> the captain save him, but I'll go, I'll do my best. Is there any DJs right now? You don't have to say their name, but that you look up to or not even look up to. You're like, these guys are, are good. Cause Toledo seems to have a big DJ scene. They don't have a big stand up scene, but Toledo seems like there's a lot of DJs, man. Maybe because there's a lot of bars in Toledo. I can't say that there's one that I actually look up to, but I respect the ones that even I met a DJ the other day, and I didn't know he was a DJ. Oh, obviously, he told me, I'm a DJ, I DJ over here. And then he yeah. told me where he DJs at places, certain places. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. You know anything about that? Oh, yeah. I used to actually be a bar back over in a bar like that. So I worked around a bunch of... Uh, Let's put it like this. When I go to get tipped, 
I was turned out to be a, I've done everything in the bar. When I worked at the bar, I started as a bar back. That's how I met Donnie. Craziest bar break you ever met, but I got it done, and I made it fun. Right. I, I even had these little sets where DJ Losa actually just passed. Lord rest his soul. Um, he shoutouts. Right, right. He was um used to play low by, by um, T Pain or no Float Flower. That was like his T-Pain. signature song to play. That was my signature song oh, to play. Yours. I would stop. I would drop my trash can. Yeah. I'd go on a dance floor. Hit. I used to be able to move really pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what I was doing, but it looked yeah. good. And I got the ladies. That was my. <laughs> I was twenty one fresh, and and Donnie hired me as a bar back. That was about fifty pounds lighter. Yeah. And I moved like crazy, and I did good. I got my job, but he helped me build like a. He helped me prioritize, as a help me build some work ethic when it comes to right. more or less bar labor type shit. And I got it done, and it, I drag it on. Even to this day, I still move. Sometimes you move too fast. Some might even say, "Ah, oh, it's okay. Keep up." Sometimes you move a little. You know, kind of like a snake, like you're slithering. That's all right, slither. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. No, yeah, I've learned a lot, a lot from Donnie too, man. But hold up, I do gotta say, I usually carry these up to an hour, a little, a little bit over an hour, because then I, I realize after so long, after an hour, or so is like people where, lose focus. I get it. Hello, my name is DJ Bubba Beansy. <laughs> but dude, I love having you on. This was a lot of fun. Like, I, I love it. Dude. Would you ever come back? Yeah, absolutely. Listen. Like I said, my 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 I was having my truck took a dump. Yeah. Um, I had my girl's truck, but she had stuff she had to do. We worked it out, and I was like, I gotta get. She was like, We'll just cancel with them. I was like, No, I have to get over there. I appreciate Rafa's that. been, and I've been wanting to hang out with you on yeah. top of it all. I promise you, all the times I've seen you, I was like, Listen, <laughs> I gotta get over there. It's my dude. I got. Yeah. I told him it's gonna happen. She's like, Okay, well, when you go over there, can you see how the podcast works? Because she wants to start her own podcast. Yeah, and she's and she has such a sexy girl voice. Too. If you heard her on the phone, Wait, right now, Miranda. Oh yeah, you know she got that. <laughs> like I don't know, I can't even imitate. You that guys one. should start. I mean, you have mics, you have everything. I know. She's, I could help you guys edit. I could help you guys get started. Or her. I don't know if you're gonna be part of it, but I could. I could help her get started. Well, shit. I mean, I, I I'm totally down for everything, and yeah. you know, we were gonna do one where we blow out real, blow down real heavy. Yeah, and take. <laughs> Uh, questions from people like random people, or just write down questions before we start, and then go through them. Cause you never say it the same. When, I'm telling you, when I smoke, oh my, you would love to. I mean, I might ramble a little bit, yeah. But you'd be like, next episode, us. He's got a point. Actually, you just gave me an idea, dude. Next episode, if you want to come on, Miranda's invited too. She can come over, and she can get a feeling for it. Yeah, and see what it is, and if she likes it. I'm telling you, would you be co-hosting with her, or this would just be her podcast? I mean, however she wants to do it. But I, I'll, I'll, I like I'll to do with her because I love hearing her voice. It's just so <laughs> soothing. I'm telling you, she got one of them, like, voices that you call on the phone, like, please enter your card now for 20 minutes, you know? Oh, one of the sex lines? I, I, I dial one of those back in the day. Well, I didn't pay for it, but I would get off just listening to the girl telling me to put in my credit card info. All she's got to do is like, wow. She got a call because she works yeah. at a, a center place where they call for uh, like mental health or a recovery center. Okay. And people will call and they called like, hey, I need a breathing exercise. I'll wrap it up. Uh, breathing exercise. How do I do it? Yeah. And she was like, this guy, he just like, 
how do I do it again? Like, she, he was basically using her for breathing exercise. Oh, you see what yeah. I'm saying? But then yeah. she's like, he keeps calling back, and she had my speakerphone. And this guy sounded like, I don't remember if you remember Eminem's Kenneth Kniff from Connecticut. No. It was like, oh, that's right. You know, how do I do this breathing exercise? He sounded like. Man, dude was a pervert. Yeah, he might as well. He might. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. Kenneth Kniff from Connecticut. <laughs> like, almost a fat man, but. Yeah, trying creepy. to get Miranda just to right. pretty much moan on the phone. But I would, too, if she had that voice. You call, yeah, yeah, I'm going through a mental crisis right now. Listen. Please just talk to me. <laughs> Dude. No, I, w- I would for, for sure help you guys out. Plus, you already know all the technicalities when it comes to audio, so and that's it. Just It's really simple is what I'm saying. More simple than what people think. I could help you out with the music. I would love to, man. Actually, here, let's let's end it right now, and then we can discuss it for a minute. But it was a pleasure having you on, man. It was a lot of fun. Started up hot. Ended uh, up hot. I'm glad I could make it. Glad I could make it. I'm glad you made it, man. This, this is DJ Beansy. This is going to be episode four for Smoke Secret Podcast. And I'm probably going to drop this as a bonus for the First Class Idiots, which we'll get into it. That's a, that's a podcast you're completely wild within itself. If you come to that, you'll have fun, man. But, all right, I'll catch you guys next week. Any last words? Uh, my name is DJ Beansy. Be sure to tune in to this. First class, never coach, idiots, podcast. First class, never coach. Get ready to talk your sh. Ready to talk your sh. Okay, first things first, I'm getting high tonight. First class on this flight, submitting yes to start a fight. On sight, on the mic, ice in my veins, never slipping in a slight. If I slide right, price, have to put them in some rice. Sunrise to sunset, please don't antagonize. Have to slap your talking grease, especially if it's by my wife. Hold up. Como esta todo When we start running the summer Hit the ground with this promo When the club moving slow-mo But I run these tracks like Flojo Studios my dojo Though I can't post for no photos Raphael, Sergio, I need oh, Three amigos Take off like torpedoes How this coming out Toledo Glass City never throw the stone And hide your hands You might just get a mention on the program Get with the program Don't slide in the DM When you see them on the homepage Now you wanna beat them First class, never coach, idiots, podcast, first class, never coach, get ready to talk your sh, ready to talk your sh, first class, never coach, idiots, podcast, first class, never coach, get ready to talk your sh, ready to talk your sh.